listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with Sean Mitchell, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Here recording on Monday evening for Tuesday's three-game main slate. Uh, a little small guy here, Sean, to uh, you know give us a Tuesday day. Yeah, just you know three games. You know, kind of talked about a little bit already. Um, Clippers missing half their team. Um, you know, Washington's <laughs> if they don't get anybody back, they'll be sitting right at you know nine or ten players and. Uh, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's pretty straightforward slate almost. I mean, you you know, really you get the New York and Utah game where you probably have your full starters. But other than that, uh, yeah, really interesting and slate. That game, that game is an 11-point spread with a 212 total. So, like, awesome. you know, not, not quite what you're looking to play. <laughs> um, but we may not have a choice uh, really Utah, depending Utah's on – uh, Utah's that big of a favorite against yeah. the Knicks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We we're still waiting on the Clippers Atlanta spread, obviously, and then Washington Houston uh, for those reasons. But uh, let's just jump into it here. I mean, it's going to be a quick pod, not much to go over. Uh, at you know, at the point guard position, we have Trey Young, who's uh, currently uh, you know missed last game due to a back injury. That you know, can be questionable uh, to play here against the Clippers. Um, you know, they have no Pat Bevs. You know, it would be Lou Williams or Reggie Jackson defense. So. It would be a great spot for Trey if he's if he's healthy and active, but we'll have to wait and figure that one out. Uh, but Washington-Houston is revenge game narrative central here. We have Russell Westbrook against Houston. We have John Wall against Washington. Uh, both of those guys are looking to be active and healthy for this game. Uh, both were limited uh, in their last game that they had played. Um, you know, Westbrook only played 25 minutes. And that one, and Wall himself only played 20 as they both missed or coming off extended times due to injury. So um, we'll see if there's going to be any sort of limitations uh, to them because if Trey Young's out and those guys are limited, point guard is a nightmare uh, after that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, Russell Westbrook on the 25-minute limit and then John Wall only playing 20 minutes. Right. Um, I mean, do you think, I mean, realistically, how, how much more minutes do we, I mean, I don't think they just throw them into the fire and say, hey, go play 35, even though, you know, we saw Michael Porter Jr. do that. But, you know, at the same time, we're talking about guys who, well, John Wall, for, for sure, has had a lengthy injury history. Mm-hmm. So I would be more prone to seeing him probably stay in that 25-minute range. Westbrook, I could probably see playing 30 minutes. I mean, Yeah, I think it depends on how well they responded. He was only a quad injury, right? And, and But Wall had the had the knee soreness or something. Right, right. That, that same uh, knee, yeah. That's yeah. never good. But, right, uh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it could just totally turn into a nightmare uh, dumpster fire if those two guys are both going to be limited to 25 or less. and. I mean, then you're looking at, you know, Mike Conley, Lou Williams, which, you know, Lou probably still comes off the bench, uh, but still at a good spot here, you know, against Atlanta. Um, Reggie Jackson obviously comes into play. Uh, what do you think about Rajon Rondo if he gets a, another start with Trey? If, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I'm definitely in on Rondo. I mean, especially if he starts. And I'm okay with playing Rondo if his role is 18 to 20 minutes, too. I mean, like, We've saw the upside, right? Yeah, we've seen the upside a bunch, you know, this season when he's been, you know, sort of given that level of run. You know, he had a game earlier this year in 15 minutes, 27 fantasy points, um, and you know, 18 minutes against Minnesota, 29. So, like, right. Right. you know, on a small slate like this, if you're looking for any sort of value or whatever, like Rondo, yeah, Rondo, Rondo could fit that bill um, perfectly fine. You know, other than that, you're looking at, like, Reggie Jackson, 
you know, Alf Payton was limited in the last game there, 24 minutes against Portland. So, like, you know, there's – uh, quickly because he's a point guard, but he's actually in the shooting guard list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, for, for draft games, you can play quickly. Right. He had 30 actual. In right. Absolutely. That was against Portland. Right. Exactly. So, like, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, but, yeah, there's not – there really isn't a lot – uh, at this point guard spot, if those guys are out or limited or not 100%, you'll be looking probably at playing Conley at 73 as a top guy. Uh, but that's the said, a 212 total, 11 point spread, uh, not not overly uh, appealing uh, yeah, there. Uh, at, the, at the shooting guard spot, you got Brad Beal. You know, Beal played horribly for the first half the other night uh, and then came on strong in the second half, still finished with 31 actual. Didn't pay off the price tag, though, 41 fantasy points. But we're looking at a slate where, realistically, he could be the highest-priced player that's healthy. Um, you know, there's not a lot of guys with, you know, 70-point upside, 60-point upside on this slate. So if, if Bradley Beal's giving you 4X at 10K, like, that might be good enough on this slate size. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, when you're even still talking about, you know, where you could go to, you know, Julius Randle maybe, um, you know, I mean, Victor Oladipo's in a good spot, but, you know, uh, there's just really not. This will be the first time that Oladipo Wall would have played together, so that's a dynamic that we have to pay attention to. And, um, you know, again, not to jump all around, but it's a small slate, so I think we maybe we can do that, and and you guys will be able to follow us here. We're like, Christian Wood's not going to play again. So, like, DeMarcus Cousins finally got a huge price bump, at least. Still underpriced at 7200 right. But 32 in 29 minutes, the last two games for him. Yeah. 28 and 17 against Dallas for 50 fantasy points. I he's, mean, Cousins... He's play over 23 minutes in the last start. And I mean, like, you know, yeah. hadn't played over, really, over 20, 20-ish minutes, like, all season, except for that last start that he got. Um, yeah, so the two starters. 32 and 29 minutes the last two games that he played with Wood out. So, I mean, he you know that he's at least playing 30 here. And Cousins has been an absolute usage monster his whole career. So, if you're getting 30 minutes of Cousins with Wall and Oladipo on the floor together, like, you know, it's it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how all these guys end up fitting in. Uh, um, yeah. But I do think you can at least rely on Beal um, to give yeah, you yeah. – you know, the score. I, mean, I, I do like all the depot at his price. I mean, yep. we've seen him carry, you know, we talked about it with, you know, that was before, of course, Wall was back. But, I mean, if we're if we're not expecting Wall to play over 25 minutes, um, you know, Vic could probably see a lot of the floor by himself. I mean, maybe a little bit with Cousins. But, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen them, them two coexist and, and Vic be, you know, I know he had a rough game there before he set the last game. But, uh he, he literally went like, you know, what, five of, I mean, I think it was like five of 17 or five of eight. I mean, he shot terribly. Yeah, he shot terribly, but he still managed to come through with like 40 fantasy points because of yeah. rebounds and everything else. So. And it's a great spot against Washington. I mean, it's going to be a fast-paced game. Um, I mean, you got to think of the totals probably in the two to 30s, I would probably imagine. Yeah, I think once once we get that total, it'll probably be in that, that general direct, uh, range. Yeah, I think you, yeah, definitely think you look at Dollar Depot. Um, other than yeah. that, where are you going? Yeah, listen, I think, I mean, listen, I think Oladipo's great. And the one thing you're going to hear me say a bunch of times is, like, it's a small slate. So there's going to be a lot of guys that are just in play to right. where, you know, we generally say, like, oh, man, you need six, seven X out of guys to win your your GPP on a 10-gamer. Well, you're probably only going to need, like, what, 250 points, 260 points to be cashing on this three-gamer, maybe That's even less than that. Like, the yeah. pay lines are going to be pretty low here. Um, you know, so you don't you don't need these guys to absolutely kill it. 
Um, but love the Oladipo call. I mean, listen, Donnie Mitch right now, the way he's playing, um, you know, giving you three categories worth of production points, rebounds, and assists is mm. fantastic. Um, you know, $8,500 on FanDuel, you know, matchup against the Knicks. Um, you know, Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench is 6K. Uh, finally had a little bit of a letdown game and what should have been a great spot for him against Golden State. Only 19 fantasy points, but, you know, every other game before that, he'd been fantastic. So, like, you sure. know, this grouping here is, is going to be quite interesting. I think Luke Kennard and Alec Burks are going to be very popular. Well, yeah, I mean, Kennard, you know, he's probably definitely going to see a bumping around here. He's been actually playing good minutes, you know, lately. He's, he's been seeing decent minutes in 24 last game, and then he's seen over tw- or 20 or more in the last uh, five or six. Yeah, there's, just no, there's just no usage available when Leonard and George are on the floor. Exactly. And then, you know, and then really, I mean, I don't, I don't see any, like, major huge games, you know, and I know he's played in a bunch of those games where at least Kawhi sat or PG sat. So now that both of them are sitting, um, you gotta, you got to think that he's going to get a little bit of usage. I mean, you got to think that he's likely going to – I mean, he could potentially start. Um, yeah. Yeah, he had that one game a couple of games ago against the Pacers. He had 20 actual in 20 minutes, right? Like, you know, yeah. the game before that, 30 minutes in Sacramento, 32 fantasy points. So, like, you know, he's had a couple of games here and there, but right. I mean, like, he's just – there's more single-digit scoring efforts on, on his, on his uh, you know, his player cards yeah. this year than uh, any years past. But this is definitely the opportunity for him. And even Lou Williams, like, you know, Lou Williams hasn't been the same Lou Williams that we've seen in years past. So, Kennard could even maybe um, have that advantage there. Um, mentioned Alec Burks, you know, Reggie Bullock uh, was uh, not going to play, already ruled out here. So Burks, more than likely, I would assume, enters the starting lineup. Um, and it's, you know, if you want to, it's a little bit of a revenge. I mean, he did play yeah. for Utah for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I love that. I mean, listen, I was all in on Burks earlier this year, and I think that we're getting him super underpriced. Burks. Yeah. First to me is like a low 6K player, especially when he's getting 30 minutes, you know, um, you know, I'll, so I'm buying in on a small slate for sure. He may be one of the highest owned players of the entire night. Yeah, I got to agree there. I mean, even with the spread, I don't care what it is. I mean, he's just a solid play. Um, actually, Utah hasn't been exactly that great against shooting guard spot anyway. So, yeah, I totally agree. He's probably still too cheap. If he's going to play over 30 minutes, you know, he's, he's a volume shooter as long as he's getting shots. He, you can probably expect him to put up good numbers. I mean, he had 18 actual, only four boards and one, uh, you know, assist and three steals. The three steals is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if, you know, he might be able to get away with that against Utah, but um, still yet, you know, around 30 fantasy points. I uh, still think he's got you, you know, five and a half to close to six X. So, yeah, I think, again, as we mentioned, you're going to need those plays on this slate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to need some of them. And I mean, like, you know, they gave Emmanuel quickly a big price bump, 5K now on FanDuel. What's his, you got his DraftKings price in front of you? I don't. Actually, I didn't even have it pulled up. Because, I mean, it's kind of interesting. He played 24 minutes against Portland. We mentioned that Peyton was limited um, 39 fantasy points, 31 actual in that game. Right. Uh, you know, is this is this the real, uh, you know, that we're finally starting to see him get that extended run? Did he get that extended run because Bullock got hurt and they needed, you know, the additional help at, like, the two-guard spot here? So, you know, with Bullock being out, I don't mind kind of running it back there with quickly if you're – because if this game does end up getting blown out, you know, 11-point spread, I feel like he's on the floor anyways. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, obviously, if, yeah, if, you, if you think that this game blows out any at all, I mean, with the, being a double-digit spread – 
then you definitely should have Emmanuel quickly in your player pool because we've all we've seen the upside. We've seen the upside in small minutes. We've seen the upside in bigger minutes. Uh, the kid's good. I mean, he's dang good. I mean, there was a reason that they raved over him, you know, all during summer and you know preseason and whatever. They there's a reason that he, you know, yeah, he's he's been good. So I, th- I definitely think he definitely needs to be in the pool. Uh, the price is up there. I mean, again, for the simple fact that you don't know. When he, it, he was getting really good minutes there for like a four or five game stretch and then went back down to like 14 and then so it's kind of hit or miss but at the same time he's making the most of his time whenever he's on the floor so right speaking of hit or miss we have radish and Huerta are both on FanDuel 48 and 4700 they both played about 20 29 minutes the other night um you know they they have their role uh they just seemingly you know it's very difficult to pick which night they're gonna go off you saw against Minnesota Reddish gave you 30 fantasy points in 24 minutes, and the next night against Milwaukee, obviously a much difficult matchup, you know, than Minnesota puts up right. with 17 fantasy points there. And then he got Horder, um, you know, struggling in the last two games himself after having a really strong run. So yeah. I mean, it, you know, if Trey Young's out again, you know, I mean, maybe you, you you give them a little bit higher of a bump, but you know, do you have a would you, how would you lean between Reddish and Horder here? Uh, yeah, I wanted to pull the trigger on Herder. I mean, he's just playing big minutes. I mean, we've seen the upside 34 and 46 just two games ago. Uh, you know, uh, he's 40 minutes, 39 minutes, 33 minutes, 29 minutes, 35 minutes. He's getting the minutes. Um, if it, it, you know, contract, I know he just didn't shoot the ball well and he hasn't really shot the ball well lately, uh, over like the last three games. Um, uh, so I got to kind of lean to him at only being a hundred dollars more. I see on FanDuel didn't look on DraftKings, but uh, probably more so on DraftKings anyways, because that's mostly what I play on. And, and we all know that you know Herder likes to shoot the three ball, so probably definitely have to lean that that way. Yeah, um, we have uh, Herder's fifty six, Reddish is forty seven. Oh wow, that's quite, the, that's quite the difference. <laughs> yeah, nine hundred bucks. So. I mean, honestly, I don't think I'll probably have to look maybe at them. I don't know. The way it seems, I might just pay up at this spot because you're going to want Brad. You're going to want Oladipo. Right. And, you know, you got Donovan Mitchell. So Alec Burks is going to be your your, uh, your go-to right there as your value. So I don't think you have to go this far, honestly. Yeah, you're probably right on that one. Let's go to small forward here where R.J. Barrett on FanDuel is a top price play. Um, you know, Barrett, not a good game the other night, 22 minutes against Portland. Um, I, yeah, I imagine this must have been a blowout. I, I forget the box score, but seeing that all these starters had limited had limited Actually, minutes. It was a three point game. <laughs> three point game. Why was they oh, three to one hundred? What happened? Was there foul trouble here with, with Barrett? I just think he shot oh. for me. I just don't think he played real well. No, he's four for nine shooting, twenty three minutes. Tibbs just threw us for a loop, I guess. Yeah, he probably uh, had quickly out. You know, had said quickly out there. You know. Yeah, quickly take care of business. So quickly, Rivers played 29 minutes in this game. Okay. Um, yeah, well, so, yeah. With Rivers being back, that does throw a little bit of a wrench, and and especially if Barrett was the one losing minutes out of it, that's definitely not what you want to see. I don't know why Barrett would be the one losing minutes. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, um, he must have just got benched or something. Yeah, know. something something had to have happened there. That's odd for him to all of a sudden lose that run because I mean like he was playing yeah, he like, like 30, 36 yeah, 38 minutes a game. night so all right I'm, I'm just gonna assume that was an anomaly yeah. um oh, yeah. 7500 bucks again it's expensive it's super expensive for RJ Barrett on FanDuel um right. 
but the, the options that you have here, again, talking FanDuel specifically, um, not much, you know, Eric Gordon, but if, if Wall and, and, and Oladipo and Cousins are all active, like what does that do to Eric Gordon? You know, he's played really well of late, but you know, usually one of those guys has been out of the lineup. Um, so it allowed him to be that secondary, you know, player, but now there's four. Um, you know, I still think he's going to play 30 minutes, but is he going to score 33 actual? Probably not. Uh, so you're going to have to downgrade him a little bit. Um, DeAndre Hunter's at 56. I think that's where we're going to go, right? We're going to go DeAndre Hunter, Nick Batum, mm-hmm. probably the, the the group that we're looking at here. Yeah, um, most definitely. Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you know, I know even Gallinari, like I said, is game time. Don't know if he's going to play. So, yeah, I just think you're, you know, I'm not, I'm not probably looking at something like Solomon Hill or anything, you know. I mean, I'm not going down that far. But, yeah, I totally agree with DeAndre Hunter. He's probably my favorite play in this whole shooting forward list. I mean, I, I said shooting forward, small forward. Uh, Hunter played really well last game. Um, he basically, with, with Trey out, it was it was all him. Um, he had a dang good game. and He's um, a great player. Yeah, I mean, we've been, you know, we've been talking about him all year long. I mean, he's actually really took that next step this year, and it's really good to see and encouraging because he's he's a dang good player. So I'll probably just, you know, plug him and, and not have to worry much. Uh, on Vandal, you know, you're definitely going to have to play too. But Nick Batum, obviously, you know, I mean, Bouillon, you probably, you know, might fly with in a GPP or something. Joe Ingles, maybe a little Any bit. Any interest in Garrison Matthews? Played 30 cents. I was just about to say that. Um, I mean, we saw the upside. He, you know, we've seen this guy come out and, and score thirty actual on a couple of different nights. So, I think in GPPs, I mean, I definitely think he's in play. Um, they're going to have to have him. He played, you know, decent minutes the other night. It is against Houston, so yeah, I, th- I think he can go there in, in tournaments for sure. Um, after that, though, there's not much, honestly, else. I mean, like Daniel House is going to play, but I'm not going to, you know, go back to that at all. Um, you know, maybe, it, yeah, probably not. That's probably it. You mentioned Joe Ingles. Like, maybe that would be a guy that we'd take a peek at. But uh, not not much there. Small forward. Power forward, you know, probably a spot where we're going to be looking at Julius Randle, John Collins, just to try to get some upside plays. You're going to have Ibaka yeah. and Marcus Morris. Um, I think both in really good spots here against Atlanta. Again, knowing there's no George, knowing there's no Kawhi. And that if Capella sits, also it's just a really good spot for front court plays against Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, still somebody's gonna have to play. Uh, Really like Marcus Morris at the price. I mean, it's five k. I mean, I don't love the fact that he's probably gonna be matched up against probably Hunter most not most of the night. You know, Hunter's actually a pretty good defender, but the simple fact that we know he's probably going to play if if the game stays, you know, relatively close. uh, If yeah, like you said, if Trey sits and Capella sits. I can really see this being a decent game, you know? And so right then, yeah, I think Marcus Morris probably plays upwards of 30-ish minutes. So Yeah, we saw Morris last year when he was with the Knicks score like 30 actual a couple of times. Like, he's, well, he, he scored basketball. Yeah, I mean, he started all last year for the Clippers. Yeah. I mean, he played over 30 minutes a game at the four. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Batum, they, they basically, you know, signed Batum for a ham sandwich, and then now they've just been playing him because he's been working out. But... Yeah, I mean, I think Marcus Morris will probably slide. I, I got a feeling he's probably going to start before the – I say before halfway of the season. I think. I, I mean, I think he's starting tomorrow. I think he's going to start tomorrow. So. Yeah. I mean, I can see him starting you – know, yeah. I can see the team even moving to the three. I mean, yeah. 
so yeah, Marcus Moore is probably definitely my favorite. Like I said, I like Julius Randle. Um, I think it's a decent spot. Obviously, you know he's been popular lately. We've saw the you know the, he's had he's had a decent floor. I mean, he's just been putting up fifty pointers left and right. It would probably be him over Collins for me pretty easily. I mean, I don't know, maybe not easily. Collins in a decent spot without those guys, but you still like you said, you know, you're still looking at Serge Ibaka, you're still looking at Marcus Morris. Those guys are pretty dang good defenders. Yeah. So. If Trey yeah. Young sits, I, I would yeah. go to Collins again. Collins was, you know, 30 actual now in two of the last three. One of them obviously was an overtime game, but, like, the scoring's been there for him of late. Right. Yeah. True. Uh, probably for value, I guess, you know, Nerlens Noel has gone over 20 fantasy points in four of the last six games. He's played over 20 minutes in three of the last five. I mean, you know, he's he's just had two games in that stretch where he didn't score any points scoring wise he gave you rebounds he gave you some blocks and steals um you know but there are two games in here where he had zero actual points scored so a uh, big hit or miss but i mean you know it's again looking for any sort of value possibly he's a guy yeah yeah i mean you know i was looking you know isaac bonga played 32 minutes 22 mm-hmm. fantasy points um that's probably about yeah. That's probably about as low as I'll go here. I mean, there's really no no other need to go anywhere else. I guess. I mean, he's, yeah, yeah. We um, know he's going to play. We know he's probably going to play 30 minutes again. It's a good spot against Houston. So yeah, I agree. Yep. Uh, center is here again. We have Clint Capella. Uh, questionable with a hand. Didn't play. Obviously, if Capella is active, we're going to look to him big time in this matchup. In my opinion, um, you know, Rudy Gobert is at 8,300. Good spot against the Knicks. Cousins against Washington, I think, is the chalk probably of the entire slate at $7,200. I mean, you know, it's he is just so dominant. We've already touched upon it. Um, and on fan on DraftKings, he's only 6K on DraftKings. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, DraftKings have been driving the ball lately quite a bit. What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, listen, they they they, gave, they raised them $900. Fine, but like, he went for 60 at 51. <laughs> Why are you get? Why are you raising him nine hundred dollars? I mean, I don't know. So that's like Gordon, sure. that like Gordon Hayward get last night goes for you know fifty seven, and then he. I, I don't I mean, know. I, like I, that was the next night. Like the the prices were out before the game's bucks. over. Yeah. But like they had days to to get Cousins corrected, and Fanduel sort of did. I like Fanduel <laughs> wasn't going to bump him up to like nine k right away, seventy two hundred fine. But yeah. DraftKings did nothing for for Cousins. He's in. He, you can play two centers, obviously, in DraftKings. One is the util, one is the center. So you could play Capella and Cousins together and just you know smash that. You're right, right, yeah, totally agree, totally agree. Um, um, there's probably not. I mean, you know, Zubac's been playing really well lately. If you didn't feel inclined to play Cousins or on DraftKings, you're looking for another spend down. Like that's probably the cheapest you'll go. Yeah, I mean, Robin Lopez has played pretty good. Yeah, against, that's, that's true. He's going to be up against Boogie, and, you know, I can see him probably getting ejected within the first, you know, quarter and a half or so, and <laughs> that's not just not something I would probably want to risk. But, yeah, I was, was going to ask, do you think Zubax gets more minutes with, you know, with maybe uh, Serge definitely now playing? I mean, like, he's... Would Serge move to the four, maybe? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so so I think I think Morris plays the four or the five. Batum plays the four or the five. One or sorry, the three or the four. Like those, one of those two will start a power forward, small forward. I still think Ibaka starts at starts at center, but Zubac. I mean, listen, you know, twenty four and twenty two minutes and three of the last four is super encouraging. Yeah. You know, we were never getting that run out of him when he was when Doc was the coach. So, right, right. Uh, you know, if we're gonna get twenty four minutes out of Zubac, I mean, that's a great spot for him. So. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, the problem is, like, on this slate, the center options are just so obvious. Nobody's playing them. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a a, a get-different type play. I mean, um, he can definitely differentiate you quite a bit. And, yeah, if he happens to pop off for, you know, 30, 35 fantasy points and, and, you know, Cousins falls or something or flops, I mean, yeah. I can see it in tournaments, for sure. I agree. No, I'm with you. And, like I said, if – Against Atlanta, if there's no Capella, if something happens where like he plays 30 minutes, like right. he could go for 50, you know, like, oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. You know? So okay. it'll be an interesting slate. Um, that does wrap it up though. Quick three game podcast here again. We'll have all content for you all. You can get us on Twitter, get us in chat. We'll here to uh, lead you through the day for this three game, and hopefully there won't be too much more uh, injury news or cancellations, and we can actually get a a decent little slate. This would be a GBP only slate for those who've asked before slate size preferences for cash or GBP. Uh, given this game, I, I would only play GBPs. I'm not interested in, you know, trying to fade the one wrong guy in a 50, 50 that everybody else is 90% on. So <laughs> yeah, play, totally agree. yeah, play your, play your GBPs and uh, play light. We have a big game, big slate on Wednesday uh, to spend your money on. So, uh, but for Sean Mitchell, John Pemby here, we will catch you guys next time.